There are chores around the accidental farm that people love to help with and others that you can barely pay someone to do. Harvesting vegetables, top of the list. You should see how much fun my farm visitors have pulling carrots. It's insane. But weeding? Crickets. No one wants to do that. Cleaning stalls? Nope. But I have my charms and I am developing my inner Tom Sawyer. Welcome to the accidental farm. From where I sit at my kitchen counter, I can see the barn, the bee yard, and the garden all at once, each one in a different direction. I have to move my neck a little bit like an owl does, but I don't have to shift in my seat at all. Each one of those places brings me immense joy and, right now at least, a little bit of worry about how much I have to do. I make lists on lists. Do you? After we are done here, I really need to clean the barn. That's a must. The garden is on track and very well buttoned up at the moment. It is rare that I say that. The bees? Hmm. I am waiting on them until Thursday when we will have a late and maybe last spot of warmer temperatures in the 60s. The bees don't like the cold. If you were sitting here with me, I wonder which direction you would choose. I'm guessing that you'd head to the fence line with a carrot to see who might be interested. Murphy would. 100%. Every year for the past several years, I have had a dozen hives, and I work all year to help them max out the honey that they produce. This means that I protect them from the weather, rain, wind, snow in particular, and from predators, especially varroa mites and bears. The hives get treated once a week or every few weeks for mites, and they sit in a bee yard with fruit trees surrounded by a seven-foot-high electric fence with seven high tensile wire strands. Sometimes I feed them, especially if a week or two of rain washes the pollen and the nectar away, or if the winter is particularly long or harsh. Every fall after the first or second hard frost where the grass and wildflowers are covered in sparkly white crystals and the plants in the garden have withered and fallen, that is when I harvest the honey. The beehives maintain two boxes all year long. The boxes are the ones like the file drawer for hanging files, if you remember from episode 8, God Save the Queen. They have a landing board on the bottom and a double cover, inner and outer, on the top. When the top one of those boxes is full of honey, I add a super, a smaller box about half as high. When that is full of honey, I take it and harvest it. Sounds easy, right? Hmm. <laughs> I actually wish I could laugh out loud at this, but it is a daunting task. It's heavy and sticky, and it involves many, many steps. But please don't tell anyone because I am good at making it seem fun. I mean, if you don't have to do it all by yourself, and if I prep everything for you and make you a honey-infused cocktail and clean everything up afterward, you too will want in. First, the full boxes come inside away from the bees. It sounds easy when I say it like that. <laughs> it's not. And after setting up the room so surfaces are protected and shoe covers and rubber gloves are abundantly available, we can get down to business. Here's what we need. A long, dull knife that heats up when plugged into the wall. A honeycomb opening tool about the size and shape of a handheld windshield ice scraper with a row of long and sharp teeth that angle toward the handle. 
a big bin for catching the wax that we shave off of the comb, a centrifuge, a strainer, and a bucket with a spout in it. Here's how to do it. Take a frame from the super. It's like a small hanging file with the honeycomb filled with golden honey on both sides. Prop it up in the bin and run the hot knife along one face of it, shaving off the wax-covered end of the honeycomb. This exposes the honey. The trick is to get it to come off in one sheet. It's a real challenge. You repeat this on the other side and for the other frames. You place the cap-opened frames in the centrifuge and spin it out. I have a manual and an electric centrifuge. The manual holds three frames and the electric one holds 15 at a time. Both of them have their charms and both require physical strength and endurance. It's good to get the cocktails ready to get folks excited about the work. Once you spin the honey out, it falls to the bottom of the centrifuge very slowly and you open a valve and run it through a strainer that catches bigger pieces of wax and most of the bee parts into a bucket. It sounds easy, right? Well, you know what they say, many hands make light work. I reread the fence painting excerpt of The Adventures of Tom Sawyer by Mark Twain today. I recommend you do it too. So good. I am going to adopt some of his tactics going forward. Thanks for being here for the Accidental Farm Podcast. I'm wondering which parts are your favorites and if you've covered all of the 47 five-minute episodes. They're super easy to binge and apparently Siri and Alexa are competing to see who gets more plays. You can use either one to play it hands-free. Once you've gotten a dozen or so under your belt, give it a review. Super easy to do on Apple Podcasts or on the link in my bio on Instagram at XOXO Farm Girl. I will see you tomorrow for a little beer fridge story. Yes, in the barn. Makes more sense once you hear it. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.